Welcome to another episode of the Tech.eu podcast. We're really sorry for not publishing one for a while. We've been busy. We had an event in Madrid, and then we had an extensive report on European tech funding to write. More on that later, by the way. But first of all, let me welcome back Shaheen. She's our awesome reporter and data analyst. She's joining me for the podcast the second time, actually. Hi, Shaheen. Hi, Robin. We are going to dive right in. We had some significant news announcements in the past few weeks, uh, in the first weeks of, uh, of the year, um, starting with two impressive funding rounds for European fintech companies. Uh, we're kicking things off with Funding Circle, the London-based startup that operates a peer-to-peer lending platform for small businesses uh, by the same name. Uh, this company has raised uh, $100 million, which is about £82 million. Pounds. Uh, in a fresh funding round, uh, it was led by Excel, uh, along with several other investors, including some really familiar names, uh, DST Global, Index Ventures, Rocket Internet, Union Square Ventures, big names, and some other investors as well. To date, Funding Circle has raised about £300 million pounds in funding, so quite a lot. Uh, just last week, it received £40 million pounds from the UK government's British Business Bank to lend on the platform. And according to the company, it has already seen 1.1 billion pounds in loans in 2016 alone. So growing company, no surprise that they're raising funding. So next up, we have iZettle, the Swedish startup that celebrated its fifth birthday last summer. They've raised 60 million euros in new funding and appointed Maria Hendingren as their new female CFO, which is always great to see, especially in the financial world. The new funding is an extension on its Series D round from existing investors, along with debt funding from Victory Park Capital. The company said the money will be used for further product expansion and growth for its smartphone-enabled point-of-sale terminals in Europe and Latin America. Yes, and I'm guessing it also arms them a little bit better as it battles a lot of rivals, actually, the, the most important ones being some up, and likely very soon Jack Dorsey's Square in uh, Europe. Uh, now we'd like to move on to another noteworthy capital race, this time not by a tech company, but by an investor, perhaps one of Europe's most known ones. Um, we're talking about Rocket Internet. Uh, earlier this week, they announced the closing of its billion-dollar fund um, to invest in early-stage and growth startups across Europe, and I'm guessing even beyond Europe. But it actually makes it the largest fund of its kind in Europe. Even when the fund was just being rumored, we knew that they were shooting for a billion dollars, but they've now finally closed it. So now it's official. And the company says its investments will focus mostly on software, e-commerce, fintech, marketplaces, which is no surprise, and travel. The fund has been backed by, and we quote, a diverse group of global investors, including financial institutions, pension funds, asset managers, foundations, and high net worth individuals. Um, But Rocket Internet didn't actually share any specific names, unfortunately. One interesting recent acquisition that we'd like to highlight as well in this podcast is Fitbit's purchase of Vector Watch, a Romanian British maker of an affordable luxury, quote, smartwatch. Vector's watch comes with an e-ink LCD screen, 30-day battery life, and a smartphone control app that works across iOS, Android, and Windows phones. Fitbit has now acquired Vector's team and software platform with a promise of delivering new and amazing products, features, and experiences, they say. The price hasn't been disclosed yet. It'll be interesting to see what comes from this acquisition, which is Fitbit's fourth to date as the company and its stock price has come under pressure due to declining consumer interest in wearable fitness tracking devices. Yep, definitely an interesting acquisition. Uh, I was actually quite keen on buying uh, one of these Vector watches after meeting one of the founders at a conference last year, uh, but I guess now would not be the right time to go ahead with those plans. 
Um, now, another interesting funding round that we'd like to highlight in this podcast is Starship Technologies. Uh, this is a London company with roots in Estonia. Um, they've raised $17.2 million in a seed round, which is a really big seed round, uh, that was led by automotive giant uh, Daimler. Shasta Ventures, Matrix Partners, ZX Ventures, Morpheus Ventures, Grishin Robotics, and Playfair Capital also participated in the round. Um, now, if you don't know Starship, they are building autonomous robots for robots for last mile deliveries. Uh, in a statement, the CEO, Ati Heinla, who was, by the way, one of the earliest employees of Skype back in the day, says the fresh cash is meant to accelerate product development and help Starship launch pilot programs in cities around the globe. They've already commenced commercial pilots for the robots in the US, in the UK, in Germany, in Switzerland, and also in its home country, Estonia, delivering food, groceries, and parcels. According to the company, its self-driving vehicles have covered about 16,000 miles so far, and we'll see what the new funding uh, brings uh, for the future. And the final funding round we'd like to highlight is a rare growth round for a Belgian tech company, in this case, Calibra, a data governance software maker. Calibra has announced a new funding round of $50 million, which was led by Iconic Capital, with participation from new and previous investors, Battery Ventures, Dawn Capital, Index Ventures, and Nuion Investments. The lead investor is by far the most interesting, however. Iconic is a California-based multifamily office that has served as an investment vehicle for some of Silicon Valley's most high-profile entrepreneurs. Notable clients include Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg, COO of Facebook Sheryl Sandberg, Napster founder Sean Parker, and Twitter and Square CEO Jack Dorsey, among other high net worth individuals. Calibra has raised a total of $75 million to date and says it'll use these new funds to expand its data governance solutions. It has clients in areas like finance, healthcare, retail, education, and government, uh, and serves 200 organizations in the U.S., EMEA, and Latin and Central America. Yes, quite an endorsement getting an investment from Iconic, I think. Um, by the way, this is not the first investment Iconic has made in Europe. Uh, most notably, they've also invested in a Dutch fintech firm, uh, Adyen. Um, and we can't really talk about all these individual funding rounds without, of course, noting that this week, um, we've released an in-depth report on all of the tech funding that we tracked and monitored and, um, in 2016. Um, so this is across Europe, Israel, and Turkey. Um, you can buy the full report on tech.eu slash shop for just 150 pounds or about 170 euros. But we're happy to share some of the highlights with you. Um, we posted some of them online. Uh, we were also happy to discuss them on the podcast now. Uh, now, in 2016, we've tracked more than 3,420 deals across the region. Uh, all in all, European technology startups raised approximately 16.2 billion euros last year, uh, more than ever. So this is a record year. Um, fintech and health being the most popular verticals alongside marketing and music, mostly due to Spotify, of course. This is a reflection, we think, of a growing ecosystem or rather a collection of ecosystems. Uh, the number of deals was a whopping 32% compared to 2015. So that's, that's huge. Uh, while the total investment volume grew by almost um, 12%. Now, the most active investors that we've seen in European technology companies were BPI France and Germany's high-tech Grinder funds. So these are state-backed uh, investment firms. And then the real professional VCs uh, were Index Ventures and Kima Ventures. They've been notably active as well. Now, most of the capital flowed to Israeli and UK-based tech startups. Uh, the increased deal flow, however, in investment volume in France was the true highlight of 2016, we think. Uh, France was definitely the country with both the most deals tracked for the year 
and also the most active investors with PPI France. Um, so that's very notable. Meanwhile, Germany uh, saw a bit of a drop off compared to 2015, uh, notably due to Rocket Internet's decline especially its stock price and slowdown in terms of investments. But also the UK saw a bit of a drop off, even if they, they still performed quite well. Um, they did decline a little bit despite its overall performance. Was it due to Brexit or not? Uh, the jury's still out on that, but definitely noticeable. Uh, and again, these are, these are only some of the takeaways uh, of the report. So there's much more in there. Um, we go really deep into all of the tech funding that we tracked in Europe. Um, you can purchase a full report in techu slash shop. It's only about 150 pounds, uh, which is really a bargain considering, especially all the work that Shaheen has put in into this especially. It was my pleasure, Robin. So we're almost at the end of this podcast, but before we go, here are some notable facts from the past few weeks. First, uh, both Microsoft and Google have each already announced the acquisition of a European tech startup in January. In fact, both of them were Swedish companies. Microsoft this week announced that it acquired Donia Labs, the company that developed the SimpliGon software that game studios can use to improve 3D content. The terms of that deal weren't disclosed. The same goes for Google, which has acquired Limes Audio, a small 10-year-old Swedish company that focuses on improving the quality of voice calls. So between Fitbit, Microsoft, and Google, that's three publicly listed American companies buying European tech companies in 2017, and even before the year is well underway. So, and that's also without mentioning Intel, which has confirmed earlier this month that it's acquired a 15% stake in here, uh, the Berlin-based mapping and location services company. So, in other words, it's been a pretty solid start of the year for European tech, and we'll have to wait and see if it proves to also be a record year in terms of funding. Yep. And our apologies, uh, no interview this week. Haven't really been able to catch anyone yet, but we'll be we'll start going to conferences very soon. So uh, you can look forward to a lot of uh, interesting conversations with entrepreneurs and investors in the, in the coming episodes. Um, thank you very much, Shaheen. Uh, that brings us to the, the end of this podcast. Um, it was pretty filled with news items, even if the year is only off to a start. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Um, if you like the TechView podcast, subscribe, tell all your friends. Please follow us on Twitter as well. We're at tech under EU for news throughout the week and please sign up for our newsletter which gives you a very nice weekly overview of all the transactions that we track in Europe and more. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with a new episode soon. Bye Shaheen. Bye bye.